Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus, beloved. We thank God for today. We thank God for a new day, a day filled with better promises. And I thank God for this word that I'm bringing to you from the heart of your father. I'm Apostle Lian Kofi. This morning, beloved, I bring to you this word, this good word from the heart of your father to encourage you, to strengthen you, and above all, to direct you. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song and join in the blessing of this song, which is titled, Bless the Lord, sung by Benjamin Duby. God bless you. David said, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and do not forget his benefits. Beloved, there's so much that God does and is to us that we have no choice but to just bless his name, worship him, and give him thanks. Hallelujah. This one, my heart is filled with gratitude as I consider God and God in my life. And I wonder where would I be if it hadn't been for God in my life. And beloved, this morning, I thank God that you are also about to receive this word of God titled Experiencing God. I believe in my heart that every man and every woman and every child must be given the opportunity to experience God, to meet God, to have an encounter with God. Hallelujah. And one encounter, beloved, is all that you need. Amen. I'm talking about experiencing God. 
and what to do with that experience. The prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 9 says, Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart as a burning fire, shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. Jeremiah going through many persecutions for speaking the counsel of God, prophesying in the name of the Lord, felt that, no, God has set him up for trouble. So he said he would not speak anymore in God's name. He would not prophesy anymore. But when he said he wouldn't, the word of God was like fire in his bone. One touch, one encounter with the Lord changed this man so completely that he was on fire for God, hungry for God and thirsty for God. Beloved, it's just one touch. And it's my prayer this morning as I bring you this word from the heart of your father, that you will experience God, just one touch of God that will change your destiny, that will move things on your behalf. In the book of Mark chapter 5, we read the account of a certain woman. Bible says she had an issue of blood for 12 years and she has suffered many things of many physicians and spent all her money and was not better, but rather was going worse. But one day she heard of Jesus and she came in the press behind and touched his garment because she said within herself, if I may touch but the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And Bible says as soon as she touched the hem of his garment, her, the fountain of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, feeling, knowing immediately that virtue, power had left him, turned around you know, in the midst of the multitude and said, who touched my clothes? Who touched me? And the disciples with him said, Lord, you see that there's a multitude pressing onto you, touching you. What do you mean who touched you? Then at once he looked around to see who had done that. And the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing that she had been healed, came and fell down before him and told him the truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be made whole of your plague. One touch, one touch. When she touched Jesus, one touch dried up the fountain, the oozing blood that she had for 12 years, healed her of that infirmity. This morning, beloved, I pray that may you experience God in such a manner that whatever has been the issue for years, for months, for days or decades, may that one encounter with God, may that one experience with God bring everything to normalcy. Hallelujah. You know, but when we look at this woman, the, the thing that we must understand is that the woman knew something about Jesus. She knew that, or she had heard that Jesus was a healer. Because the Bible said when she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his camp. She heard, what did she hear? Amen. What did she hear? I am sure she heard that he was going about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. He had heard that he was healing opening blind eyes, causing the dumb to speak. He, she had heard that he was raising the dead and the lame were walking at his command. And so based upon what she heard, because you see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Based upon what she heard, she was moved in faith to touch him. She said in her spirit, in her heart, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know. I know I shall be made whole. Beloved, faith will come to you as you hear right. Amen. The power of hearing is so critical. 
And that is why I bless God that this morning you are listening to this word. You are hearing the word of God because that is what will shape your future. That is what will make you. Amen. What are you listening to in life? What are you hearing? Amen. It's because whatever you hear is directional. Whatever you hear is either directional or const- or constructive. Amen. Or it can also be destructive. Whatever you hear can either make or break you. Wars, great wars have been started by just words. Roy Williams says, and I quote, he says, words start wars and end them. Create love and choke it. Bring us to laughter and joy and tears. Words cause men and women to willingly risk their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. Our world as we know it revolves on the power of words. And this quote by this man is nothing different from what the Bible teaches us. Amen. Because that is the wisdom of God in that God by his word also created the heavens and the earth. And so as he is, so are we. The word of God is life. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is creative. And God breathed into man in the day that he formed man as a lump of clay on the ground. Bible said the Lord breathed into man the breath of God and man became a living soul. So the breath that is within us is the breath of God. And so our words also are powerful. And the Bible tells us that our words are powerful. The word of God says that we shall be snared with the words of our mouth. So whatever we speak is important. Amen. And so whatever we hear is also important because speaking and hearing or hearing and speaking are closely related. Amen. What you hear, beloved, will either bring you defeat or victory. Whatever you are hearing today will either bring you joy or fear. But this morning's word comes to bring you liberty, comes to bring you freedom, comes to bring you instruction. Amen. Jesus on mission, on the mission field, you know, and the fame of him, I believe, had gone forth. He, I mean, his, his fame of delivering people, you know, of delivering people had gone forth. Just before this woman with the issue of blood touched him, he had delivered a man who said he was called legion, filled with you know, demons, self-destructing. But Jesus healed him, delivered him, cast out the devils out of him. The Bible says in Mark chapter 20 that the man who was called Legion, when he came to his right mind, he departed and began to publish in the Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. So I believe in my heart that maybe, just maybe, this woman with the issue of blood had this account of Legion's deliverance. Amen. And so she also looked on her issue. It was called an issue of blood. The Bible calls it an issue of blood. But you know, every one of us has an issue. Some have financial issues, some have mitral issues, some have, you know, issues with many, many things. But hers was an issue of blood, a trouble, a problem of bleeding. She was hemorrhaging. Her very life was draining out of her every day. Amen. And the Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. So whilst blood was oozing out of her, that means her life was ebbing out. This was a serious ailment. A dire situation, a big problem. Amen. And it had been long too, 12 years. And Bible says she has suffered many things from many physicians, going from doctor to doctor, native doctors as well as you know, herbal doctors and all kinds of doctors. And they are trying all measures. And you know, real doctors. They are trying all kinds of treatments, but her situation 
was not bettered. Beloved, there are certain situations in life that are out of human ability or also above men's wisdom. I mean, there are certain issues in our lives that do not, cannot yield to human intervention. No, no, no. Um, men may want to help you, but cannot help you because they don't have the ability. But God does. In Genesis chapter 30, the verse 1 to 12, Bible says that when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and she said to Jacob, give me children or I will die. And Jacob was angry. He, he said to her, am I in God's stead? Am I God who has withheld the fruit of the womb from you? Am I God to give you children? He recognized that giving her children was not in his power. So even the children that we have been given, Bible said they are gifts from God. Not, not ourselves. I mean, there are certain situations that no man can handle is to take God. Naaman was a great general, the Syrian army. The Bible says that he was a leper and he, he, he was not healed by all the physicians in Syria. So what happened? He, told, he was told by a little girl about this prophet in Israel. So he told his master, the king, and the master sent a letter to the king of Israel asking for Naaman to come to be healed. And Bible says when the king of Israel read the letter, he was angry. He said, am I God to kill, to make alive that this man does send me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore, consider, I pray you, and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. He said, am I God for him to send this man to heal him? He, the king of Israel, also recognized that he didn't have the power, the ability to heal anybody. Amen. And there are certain things, certain situations that can only be changed by God. One day, the Bible says that the king of Israel was also passing on the wall in a time of famine. And he heard a woman cry out and say, oh, king. And he said, help me. Oh, king, help me. He said, how can I help you? If the Lord cannot help you, with what can I help you? Out of the barn floor or out of the wine press? He said, I have nothing to help you. If the Lord doesn't help us, beloved, help cannot come from anywhere. Our true help will come from the Lord. Your help will come from the Lord. Why? Because he is God, the creator of everything, the owner and the possessor of all things. And there's nothing that he cannot do. With God, nothing is impossible. Where the wisdom of men end, that is where the power of God begins. And so this morning, I, I, I implore you to seek God. Amen. Seek God. Because it is in him that you will find solution. Amen. And when you cannot find solution with man, beloved, I tell you that God has a solution. This woman's case was going worse. Many voices were speaking against her. Her situation was speaking. <laughs> her pain was speaking. Physicians were speaking. The evidence was speaking. The evidence of the blood was speaking. She was running out of money. That was also speaking because she had spent all she had and yet wasn't better. I don't know if you can relate to this woman's situation, but in life, sometimes it happens. And in such times, the only voice you need to hear is a voice of God. But you will hear many voices which will speak, voices of discouragement, the voice of impossibility, the voice of human reasoning, which will say why it is so and why it cannot be because of this or that or that. But the word of God has something else to say to you. And so this morning, if you have any issue that is speaking negativity, that is staring you in the face and speaking impossibility, 
I come to tell you that an encounter with God, an experience with God, will change that. Hallelujah. God always has something to say. And what God has to say, beloved, overrules the counsel of any anyone. Amen. Psalm 30 verse 5 says that, For his anger endureth for a moment, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure. Yes, by all means, weeping will, will try to stay. The enemy would like to keep you down and oppressed. But joy will come. Amen. Whenever there's nighttime, at sunrise, the sun will rise. And I prophesy unto you this morning that the sun will rise upon you. The sun will rise upon you. Amen. And the darkness will be a thing of the past. God has set it so, you know. God has set the times and the seasons, has given instruction to the sun and to the moon. So no matter how long the night will lie to stay, <laughs> oh, there's that commandment of heaven that a new day should appear. And that's what I'm speaking to you this morning prophetically. The new day will appear for you. And I command a new day upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that may you have that strength to persevere and, and receive the, the blessing of that new day. God bless you. The woman heard the voice of his name. The name was Jesus. Jesus. And she heard that he was passing by. It, was, it wasn't just a person. It was what his name was saying. The name of the Lord. The Bible says it's a strong tower. The righteous run into that name and they are saved. The name of Jesus is savior, is healer, is deliverer, is protector, is defender, is provider, is life. So when she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. She touched him. She touched life when she touched him. Oh, Kadabai. When you touch Jesus, you touch life. She touched and when she touched him, she touched all that she needed. Because God is all that you need. That's what I'm talking about, experiencing God. Experiencing God. You must push and press to experience God in your life. She said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. Her faith was also speaking to her in the same time. <laughs> what voice had felt her faith? You see, it depends on what you are hearing. So this morning, I'm asking, what voice are you hearing? And what voice you hear will determine what will be the outcome of your situation? Amen. What voices are you listening to? So whatever you give your attention to, to hear, listen, pay attention to, is what will make or break your life. But this morning, I come to you with this word that hear the voice of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Pay attention to the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Sometimes you need to listen to it over and over and over again until it enters into your spirit. Sometimes you need to read that word, that's the scripture over and over. You need to speak it over and over. You need to confess it over and over. You need to rehash it over and over again until it enters into your spirit. Beloved, this morning, I thank God for your life. Amen. That he has sent me to bring to you his word. Experiencing God. Give attention to God. Move closer to God. Seek God. In the midst of your pain, in the midst of your issue, it could be a financial issue, it could be anything. But whatever it is, when the solution of men ends, that is where the solution of God begins. God is about to 
break that bank for you. Hallelujah. I just heard that in my spirit. That God is about to break that bank for you. Not a physical bank, but I'm talking about heaven's storehouses. To the place where money has been a problem. Projects are not moving as they ought to. Building projects have been stopped. To a place where money is needed for, for school fees. To a place where there's not enough. Uh, to the place where that sickness seems to be wanting to take over your life. And the voice of death is speaking to you. This morning, the voice of God speaks life. The voice, voice of God speaks protection. The voice of God speaks provision. The voice of God speaks peace. So receive the word of God. Experience God through his word. And you shall indeed, like this woman with the issue of blood, be made whole. Like Naaman, the leper, you shall be cleansed of your leprosy. Ah, and like Rebecca, God will visit you to bring forth that child. May the Lord bless you today. And may the voice of the Lord speak louder to you as you experience God. Let me prove your life in the mighty name of Jesus. This morning, Father, I commit this blessed one into your hands. And I pray, Father, Lord, meet them at the point of their need. Holy Spirit, draw them closer to touch God. I pray for a divine encounter. I pray, manifest yourself to them, O oh God, in the way only you can. And bring a change even to their story. Bless your people, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, beloved. Have a wonderful day. But if you have not given your life to Jesus, this is the opportunity. And pray this prayer after me, please. It's so important and critical to do so now. Pray. You never know what tomorrow is bringing. Pray. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. You are saved. Amen. And the goodness of the Lord is upon your life. God bless you. But remember to share. Share this good word with as many people, whatever platform you're on. Share and let others also be blessed. Have a wonderful day and see you tomorrow. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Hello, that is within.